Hi, everybody, and welcome to a very super special episode, comic episode of Games My Mom Found. It's even going to be a hyper episode, I'm sure. I am Mike Elberton, and who is with me tonight? Peter Bingham Pankratz. Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> me. So, but as the show must go on, I wanted to get this recording out there. Plus, I wasn't, I didn't feel too bad. This is just, this is something that me and you grew up on. You can force nostalgia upon someone. You just have I to try. make them read it for a podcast. I try. I, I, this is, yeah, we're in the future right now. We just don't know it yet. All right, but I think it's time to introduce what we're going to be talking about because I like the people to suffer on this show, as anybody can know. And I, I didn't even mean to put this on the sh- on the show. I was just randomly looking at books. I'm like, oh yeah, and I saw the cover of this comic book, Supersonic vs. Hyper Knuckles, and, and I, <laughs> it is video game related. Yes, yeah, so it fits perfectly with it, even though it's not. Nothing to no, not nothing. It's nothing really to do with video game. But this did come out. I should give you the year real fast. This came out in February of 1996, published by Archie Comics, who did a huge Sonic run at this time in the 90s. That I actually have seen the number one issue that you have or used to have. I have it still. I have it in a <laughs> in a bag and in, in good shape. I'm. I shouldn't be surprised. I saw this book wasn't in good shape though. This one's not. You know, my my current copy of Supersonic versus Hypernuckled is has missing a cover on the back page. I mean, I have the cover; it's just not attached. It's just like my. It's just like my first first appearance of Vision. Cover's not attached. Well, no, my first appearance of Hawkeye. Cover's not attached, but it's never coming out of that bag and board, so it doesn't matter. It shows it was well loved. I never even read it. I just <laughs> bought it, put it, it went on the wall, and that's what we say. I'm talking about my comic, you know. Okay, your comic was the love, yes. Uh, I so, actually bought I bought this book back in the day for what was it four dollars and fifty cents or something like that. It was two dollars at the time, and I bought it either off a spinner rack at a pick and save in Milwaukee, <laughs> Wisconsin, or just in the stack where they had their magazine. They used to have comics, and I don't remember, but I do remember that I bought this and I bought a couple of the ones that we're going to be talking about today. Yeah, I'm sure I. I think I mail ordered for mine. Um, so if anyone doesn't know, the Archie Sonic was, I'll just give a little background, was from, I think, 1993 to 2017, they had it, uh, they ran it, so it was pretty long run for a video game comic, I'm guessing. It is. And I believe there was a cartoon show, the Saturday morning Sonic cartoon show, they, they based the comic on the characters from that show, so it's basically, and they just continued the characters, so... The show was very short-lived, I think only two seasons, but the, the comic outlasted it by, you know, two decades, I believe, so. <laughs> the show was bad, by the way. You know, that's enough to disagree with you there. I really liked it as a kid, but then again, I haven't seen it for 20 years, so. I went back to it at some point randomly, because it was on Netflix or something, and it was not, I couldn't, <laughs> it wasn't palatable anymore. Was it the, it was the, like, the darker one, it wasn't like the the kid's well, they're both kids friendly, but well, you're talking. There's there's three cartoons. Yeah. There was the original Sonic one. There was Sonic the Rock and Roll one. Yeah. And then there's Sonic X. It was the original one I watched. Okay. And I yeah. just couldn't do it. I can't. I can't say for certain if it holds up. Probably not. But you know, when you're a kid, you start from material. You're gonna be like, I'm gonna watch anything Sonic related. Like I remember really liking this comic when I was a kid. Like I remember this. Like when I saw the cover, and for those that 
well, everyone can see the cover because it will be our our podcast artwork for this episode. So you can see the cover. It has supersonic in the background, hyper knuckles, and it has sonic and knuckles in the front of the cover with the chaos emeralds. And they have like powers or like they're a super saiyan. And it's just, I remember when I first saw this book and I thought it was so damn cool. And turns out I still think it's so damn cool. The cover is really good. It's, it's like trans, it's like transparent sonic and knuckles. And they're like, Look like they're what do you call it? Upgrading, they're Super souping up, powering up, powering up. They're transforming. You, tell you don't watch Dragon Ball Z. I have, but so I mean, one thing that the Sonic book does that God is so stupid. The very first line in here is supposed to be one of the characters, Sally, who's the princess. For some reason, wears boots and a vest, but no other clothes because it's the Sonic <laughs> world, and only some people wear clothes, some people don't. Who knows? But they, they love doing this in this book. You know, she's like, Sonic the Hedgehog report to not hold control stat. Like, you have to say Sonic the Hedgehog. And in the same line, like, Knuckles the Echidna is coming. Necessary. I think they did that for all of their act breaks and every every comic was like yep. that. Oh, and it has a little trademark, so you can just picture them saying a little TM symbol right after it. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Uh, and this like this one forty eight page special has like what three or four chapters in this thing for right. one story that's completely unnecessary. Right. I, yeah. And and all they do is like I, I I forgot all this as I'm reading this book. It's like all they're trying to do is make me buy other books. Like <laughs> even in the first page, there are two different little asterisks that said in Sonic Triple Trouble in the recently completed Tales miniseries. Like I already bought one book. Do I need to buy every other book you publish? In the, well, yeah, so there are actually four asterisks <laughs> in the first two pages. Um, so, and, and some of them are from the same book, but it's like, it's, it's four things trying to get you to buy three separate uh, paragraphs, yeah. Three separate uh, comics, that is. Which, I mean, it's... It's, it's, it's giving you the backstory, Mike. For those of us, like me, who was reading it at the time, was like, I better get this one to figure out what happened here. Oh, I... Like for me, buying comics was never like a traditional thing. It was just when I randomly would walk by a pick and save and they would have an issue of something I wanted to read, I would just pick it up. And I remember I hated the fact that because like I didn't go to comic stores, I couldn't find any of these other books. I would never see any of these in the wild. I would only see this one or two books I bought and be like, I don't understand what this is. Like <laughs> I can't find these other books. But that's neither here nor there. What I, I the reason why. Like, one thing about this, so it starts off with Sonic in the control room finding out that Knuckles the Echidna, not just Knuckles, <laughs> it's coming. Trademark. And <laughs> with a trademark. And, okay, like, there's a really, and then Tails and Sally, Tails is probably all you know, it's a, it's a, it's a fox from Sonic games. And, like, there's, they have a stupid line right here, because he's going to go run after Knuckles. Like, okay, they're like, make sure you just talk to him. And, and Tails is like, four to one, they're in a fight by page six. <laughs> and I'm just like, Oh God! Michael, it's called break. It's called breaking the fourth wall. It's a it's a standard trope of any respectable comic. I read a lot of comics. I usually don't break the fourth wall unless they're Deadpool. Why is Tails? Because Tails has no reason to break the fourth wall because he doesn't know there's a fourth wall. He's not aware they're in a comic book. In any other page, I believe three. I believe Doctor Robotnik does the same thing at some point later in this book. Yeah. So the whole thing is Knuckles was on the floating island. But because of other books that we're not going to really be talking about, he's not on the island right now. And he's walking <laughs> to find the Chaos Emerald or something again. Right. Chaos Emerald has, it, it's it's not doing so hot. So he's like, we better get another one, I believe. Isn't that right? 
Something like that. Yeah, the island's only being powered by one Chaos Emerald, not Look, ten. Like, the plot's not too important here. Oh, plot don't matter. Nobody bought this book for the plot, but I do like it when Knuckles shows up in front of the, like, the wasteland where they're just kind of, <laughs> where they're pretty much insulting humans. They're like, phew, what a disgusting mess. These land lovers are living proof that a kid in the society was right to abandon technology and revert to being environment friendly. And I don't know why Knuckles sounds like him like that, but that's Knuckles from now on. And it's just like, I'm just looking at this art. And I'm just like, okay, you're trying to get a point across. You know, he's also a land lover because he also is on a floating island. Not, he's not on in the sea. So that doesn't make any sense. But hey, it, it's a Sonic comic. Who's nobody's expecting, you know, it to be facts. And but also, like they they like to do this in this book, especially like you have shortly after he he has another flashback because of course you got to have flashbacks. And they also try to sell you another comic. <laughs> It's not like a 34 to 36. And so three issues. They're trying to sell you three separate comics. I, I, I tried reading other com other Sonic comics during this before this episode. I, I read some of the Knuckles miniseries and Knuckles comics, and I just couldn't do it anymore. I didn't have the willpower. <laughs> but you're not 10 years old anymore. So No, no, that's part of the problem. I kind of wish I was sometimes. Life was, <laughs> life was easy. But they do throw in one of my favorite characters that wasn't in a video game until I think recently. Uh, Mighty the Armadillo. Wasn't he in the, wasn't he part of the Chaotix? Is he in the Chaotix game for 32X that nobody played? I think he is. Okay, you know, he's also maybe, in Sonic Mania as a DLC. Maybe the listeners are screaming at me at home, but I think I he's in. <laughs> I think that he's would there. involve that people played Chaotix. Someone has. 32X. I tried. I couldn't get the ROM to run, so I have not played it yet. And if I had, yeah, no, nobody's, nobody's played it. But I really like Mighty the Armadillo. I mean, he's not in here for any other reason than to, again, sell you another comic book. Because they, they keep talking about Triple Trouble. Like, the whole reason yeah. Mighty's in here is so that way Knuckles can tell you to buy the Triple Trouble book, which I read for this podcast, and to watch. For some reason, Knuckles ends up pulling a book out of a tree. <laughs> the Book of Mists. That again tries to buy make you buy another comic book, but just like I mean, as a kid, this was probably hilarious to me. Like, oh look, he hit the tree, and the book came out, and in the book, it's showing stuff from the video game world, like rings and emeralds and zone. And there's even another asterisk that says something about, oh, these can be seen in the Sonic the Video Game series. Like now, they want me to buy the video game series too. Look, you're not going to be reading these if you haven't played Sonic, so. No. And you're probably not listening to the episode if you haven't played Sonic either, but somebody had to talk about this comic book. And I knew, like, when I first saw this, I'm like, this would be perfect for me and Pete just to shoot the shit about Sonic for Knuckles. <laughs> I'm happy to. I'm happy to. We haven't even gone to the Versus stuff yet. No, it's still got to talk about... Oh, and we can't forget this isn't... This... Okay, I never knew this until I was reading this book, or at least I forgot this. And it has a line here that I'm going to read in Knuckles' voice again if I can pull it off. And okay. with that, I took off gliding down here on my dreadlocks. Like, I never knew... They were dreadlocks. <laughs> I don't know what I thought they were. I just like, okay, but it's like, he calls them multiple times in the comic dreadlocks, and I'm like, well, Knuckles just got a lot less cooler when I thought of them as, like, dreadlocks. I, there's a, you know, I wonder if they originally, they originally planned for it, because, so I had the Sonic and Knuckles strategy guide, and they would have little tips from, like, Knuckles in there about how to complete things, and they would, they wrote him in a Jamaican accent when they... In that strategy guide. I'm sure you can find pictures of it online. But they were like, hey, Mon, use, go up to the top level. You'll find a secret extra life up there, Mon. And stuff like that. 
God. And it's very, let's just say they would not do that these days. No, they would not. I mean, if they did have, hey, Ma, he'd be smoking, he'd be smoking too. But I mean, uh, yes, yes, yes. It's, it's dangerous I know territory. It's, it's stereotypical, but it's true. Like anything ever, like that's just unfortunate where they go. And that's what it made me think of. This was the 90s, come on. It's supposed to be enlightened time. Just like, I never knew they were dreadlocks. Like I never, I don't know. He doesn't, that's just weird. It's really weird now. <laughs> I'm just heartened. <laughs> and then it's like it has him showing up to like this random like garbage looking lake with a rusted camera watching the lake right by the polluted town, which I mean, I thought the town was Robotnik's town. So I didn't understand why they have why this camera that you find out later is actually controlled by Sally is there at this random lake. Like it just it was odd to me. But yeah, it's not explained really that too well. And then I mean, you're only six pages in, which again. They get into a fight on page six in the last panel, and then you start another chapter, like part, like you could have, it didn't need to be there. I felt like. Well, they got to put stuff somewhere to put the ads. If you were reading the original comic, you'd see an oh. ad for a Josie and the Pussycats t-shirt. Oh, that's weird. My copy doesn't have any ads in it. Yeah, unfortunately not. Yeah, I, I forgot. So that's why those are there. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't read my official copy. I have. Then there's a uh, there's an Archie's merchandise offer. You cut it out and mail it in. You know, like in the old days, you'd fill out your total, submit a check, and uh, send it to old Archie headquarters. In six to eight weeks, you get your comic. I, I I never did that, but I always wanted to. But I just never I I never asked my mother to actually write a check and mail it for comics. But I always wanted to. I always wanted to do it, but I didn't want to wait that long for a comic in the mail. Oh yes, it was agonizing. So. And again, we go with the stupid part. He's like, Sonic the Hedgehog, you're looking for a brawl, eh? He's changing. And again, it's a trademark Sonic. Like, what you, he looks, what he sounds a little like Gilbert Gottfried, if you ask me. Well, he does now, apparently. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's the only voice I can think of. But I, I do, this is when Sonic and Knuckles first, like, see each other in this book. And I do love this part here, where you have Sonic pulls out a sheet of paper, and Knuckles like, okay, you know, I I just made his comment in my Knuckles voice where he wants to fight. He's like, I loved you, but first, I'm required to read this. And I, I love this little part because as he's reading this stupid thing, Knuckles just punches him in the face <laughs> through the paper. And he's like, here's what you can do with your legal department. And it's just, it's hilarious. Like, I was still, as an adult, a 32-year-old adult, I was still laughing at this. Like, I, I still thought this was funny. I agree. That may be the best panel in the book. It is. <laughs> and I also mean- when... When I was like, I, Princess Sally, blah, 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 legal department requires yak yak, offer you non-violent discussion on and on. Like, he's not even caring. Like, it, it fits Sonic perfectly. I mean, you could use this for a variety of things. You know, if somebody's reading you like a subpoena or something, just punch it, your fist right through it. I'm sure that will work out really well. It's true. You should yeah. try it sometimes. <laughs> I don't think they read a subpoena. They Well, I guess a subpoena they just hand you, don't they normally? Well, you they say, you know, are you are you Mike Alberton? And if you say yes, then they give it to you. But if you don't acknowledge them, you, if TV has shot me anything, just run away from the process server and you'll be fine. Because the one time I've been served a subpoena, they, it was just, are you this, blah, blah, blah. And then they told me what they had to tell me. And that was it. There was no paper. They just hand, they just told me. Have you ever been subpoenaed? I can say your knowledge is more than mine. I, well, I wasn't subpoena, but I was served something. Let's just say that. Okay. <laughs> so... Uh, anyway, uh, 
I just I just love the way that they fight too. Like even here they and again they try to sell me another comic number twenty five. That was and a good issue. He goes, <laughs> he but he does like because Sonic does one of his favorite for some reason instead of just running at Knuckles and punches him, he decides to do his figure eight move. Like how do you like it? As you get one of those stupid comic book things, and they write Zonk or Zock or however the hell you say it. That, God, that, it's so bad. That Super 8 move, that's from Sonic CD. The rare Sonic CD. It is? Yeah. Wow. That's a and throwback. I, I, don't think, I don't think it showed up in any other games other than that one. I yeah, don't think it did I never really played Sonic CD. It's, a, it's, not a, it's not a good move. It's kind of... Anyway. But, you know, it's one of those unique moves. I'll say that. Okay. I mean, at least it's cool they're finding more ways to grab things from the game. Because I don't remember Knuckles ever grabbing a tree and stabbing Sonic with it so the back of his head was caught inside the tree. I don't ever remember that happening in the, in the game. So I'm glad something was from the games. Oh, no, that never happened. I mean, they, what they do is they do an interesting thing where everybody gets one move against each other. So it's everything's equal. So Sonic hits Knuckles, Knuckles hits Sonic, then Knuckles and Sonic hits Knuckles, and then no the one tree. gets more than... With the tree, yes. You can't forget that tree. You got to use the environment to your advantage. Well, like they they use the whole tree thing because he pulls out the tree and then Sally shows up. They find out. I actually really like this part as a kid, and I still like this part. When they look down into the hole where the tree was, her line is, check out, it's a gateway to an unknown zone. And this is where they then try to sell you a Sonic game. And I love that. And Knuckles like, look at it, swimming with magic rings and chaos emeralds. Like, it just... To me, when I first saw it, it was so damn cool. Now, I, I don't know. <laughs> You're like, how does this work realistically? Like, why are there spikes and stuff all over the place? But you just I, take it as a fun little zone. It's a comic book. Like, I mean, you think about it, like, if their zones are all over the Sonic world. Couldn't they just go in there anytime they wanted to? Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd be going down there all the time to get Chaos Emeralds. Like, all right, we're, we're ready to fight, Robotnik. If I had to guess, I would say, so a zone like, it's a, there's the way of putting the weird things that don't make sense, like springs and posts and stuff in there. Whereas the rest of the comic is, I mean, these Sonic comics at this point is basically like a guerrilla war between these animals and the human robotic. And so it's all set in like kind of realistic type environments. And there's not a lot of like zany, wacky, whatever spring night zone or whatever this one is. So I guess yeah. it's their attempt to be like the video games instead of this kind of woodsy guerrilla war between man and nature you know there's a lot of like underlying meanings in this comic aren't there <laughs> or not this comic but like the sonic comics in general i feel like now that you're bringing it up i could i could as somebody who you know did read for for probably a decade or so i could tell you so many things about them but i don't want to get into everything but i'm sure the underlying theme is environmentalism like the evil Eggman, dr robonic is the forces of industry He's like the, you know, the Saruman destroying, yeah. he's destroying the environment and just the woodland creatures are off to fight him. You are right, though. Like, I didn't know until many years later that the whole thing with Saruman, especially the end of the book of the Lord of the Rings books that aren't in the movies. Yeah. Were all about how industry had taken over. Mm -hmm. Somebody knows what I'm talking about besides just you. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm sure they do. Yeah. And I'm that's sure. what I mean. That's kind of what it is a good point. Like, that's what they were trying to tell you. Like, I haven't read a lot of Sonic comics in a long yeah. time. I'm trying to keep it that way. But 
I, I can see it just in this one, this one, you know, special that we're reading. You can like, it is, it is more serious in a way. Like the whole part where he's, you know, like, how can these land lovers live like this? Like the whole idea of saying like, don't pollute, even though they're they're hiding it in the kids' comic, and at least they're not doing it like Captain yeah. Planet did. Well, it's a '90s comic for like you know eight years old, eight year old. So it's a simple environmental message. Yeah, um, which it works. But you know, it gets the point across. Like, stop polluting everything. Yeah, we humans are not good at that. Here, um, I'm gonna so. They're in a zone. They're fighting. Sonic and Knuckles are fighting. Uh, I decided to take this. I'll use this opportunity to write down. I wrote down all the insults they give each other. Okay. I want to hear those. All right. Hear them. So here, here's what Knuckles calls Sonic. Uh, he calls him a hog, a sap, a cheat, a dork, and a super hog. <laughs> and then Sonic has way more for Knuckles. Here's what Sonic has insulted Knuckles with. He's called him a dreadlocker, a red skunk, red bone, sneak, punk, knuckle brain, Little guy, rotten, imposter, copycat, doof, and little man. Wow, Sonic he has like an asshole. Twelve, <laughs> yeah, he's he has like twelve insults for him, and it's only forty-eight pages, and they're not even. No, it's not even. This fight is only like six, seven pages, maybe, of them running around. Like they're Probably, not in the zone yeah. long, where they they're, no. they're. I mean, I like how they're collecting rings and emeralds, so that that way they yeah. can go. Super Sonic, and for some reason, even though Sonic runs over Knuckles, he doesn't drop any of his rings like a normal in the normal game. No, <laughs> I didn't notice that until just now. But I, I like how they're all piling them all up, and then Knuckles is like, "Hey, I'm not going. I have all these emeralds, and I'm I'm four rings short." Like I I like how they actually have that whole thing yeah. where they're both trying to collect rings and the and all and all the emeralds to even though that's a lot of fucking emeralds down here to go into their super form. Yeah, because what. We all remember playing Sonic, and you'd have 49 rings, and you'd just need one more, and you cannot find one. You're about to transform, and then you get, like, hit by some bad Nick, and you lose every ring, and you have to get 50 all over again. Isn't that just the worst? Uh, I wouldn't know, because I usually never had all the Chaos Emeralds, so... <laughs> it is, Mike. <laughs> it is the worst. I was never that good or you at can, Sonic. You know, you can put a Game Genie in there and just get Super Sonic with a code, so... That's probably what I... Or, yeah, that's what I would have done back then. Because <laughs> I, I was never good at this game. But I, I do love when you get to see... Like, Super Sonic, for those that don't know, which everyone, I'm assuming, listening to the show probably does know, is when he goes into Super Saiyan mode, essentially, and he's all he turns all yellow. He looks really cool. But Knuckles, he just becomes pink. That's it. He's pink. He's not that much of a different color. He likes shimmers, no, though. Never, yeah, a little bit. Hey, but don't forget this. This book came with a two-page pinup of them fighting with them with with Sonic. Now this is a lot dumber than I than I remember it being. Now that I know he's pulling his dreadlocks from Knuckles, <laughs> it's so bad. I I think if you actually Google what an echidna looks like, you would you would see that it does not look like Knuckles in any stretch of the imagination. It does not. I remember like being a kid and I knew around at that time. Apparently, when I typed in echidna, I typed in. in enchilada instead and i got the, i did not get i did not get what i was looking for but back to what i was saying when i was a kid i remember really liking knuckles and it was all because of you because you got me into sonic right and i i don't know knuckles it's not it's not that not that not as cool as i remember him being in this comic book that no no is i think you're i think you're selling him short a little bit just because because <laughs> you know Sonic's like the establishment. Like he works, he works for Princess Sally, and he works for. He's like he's like the go-to hero, and Knuckles is like the anti-hero. Like he doesn't want to, you know. They both play by their own rules, but Knuckles lives on his own as like a hermit, and he wants to. He wants to go his own way. He doesn't want to be bothered, and so he he 
operates by his own special, even further removed from the world. So he's like a detached kind of even darker version of Sonic, I guess. And, you know, in the video games, when you first meet him, he's trying to kill you, so. Yeah, because he's been tricked, which is kind of what this, one of the books that we're going to briefly talk about near the end of this episode is also like, it has to do with that too, when they first meet. That is true, yeah. Which will be really brief, because I didn't read it, but I can skip it. (laughs) So I just couldn't get myself to do it. But okay, so rest, like, there are a couple cool parts while they're fighting that I want to showcase. Like, there is one part where Sonic ends up, you know, running really fast and punches Knuckles with both his fists, which looks cool. But then Knuckles does something that's so stupid, yet I laughed. And his line, and I can use my whirling fists like wheels and feet like feet. He spins his hands really fast, like he's in an old 1920s cartoon, or 1940s, let's say. And then he kicks Sonic in the face. And it just, it looks so stupid, but it's funny. I think it's, I think it's hilarious. I think they put in there just to be silly. You yeah, know? I mean, that's I what they were going for. Yeah. And when you're a kid, I'm sure when you're a kid, you didn't think it was stupid. You're just like, oh, wouldn't it be fun if we could do that and just punch somebody, you know, kick somebody in the face? Yeah, I, I probably do. Because I really love, I remember really liking this book when I was a kid. So I mean, yeah, it's got it's got action in it. It's got a lot of intense action. And then really interesting. And then what happens next? You know, they collide and explode and destroy the zone because they kind of have to get rid of the zone. Because if you had this zone here and you had them abilities to get in there, then the whole comic would not work. Because anytime Robotnik caused problems, just run down there, grab some chaos emeralds, get back to work, and take Sonic Knuckles is done or Robotnik's done. Oh, it, it makes sense. And then, and then you have like, like, which they even make it. You have one page with Robotnik on it, and they even, and the whole page is just him saying, you know, he, he even says because this is a forty-eight page, a forty-eight page special, and all I get is a one-page cameo. Someone is going to pay dearly for this. Get my agent on the phone. <sighs> it's so stupid. You're going about the wrong way. I think it's great. You know, it's funny. They did this. They did this occasionally. They did. I remember they did one comic where. Robotnik was in Masterbot Theater, which is parroting Masterpiece Theater, and he was he was in a he was in a big chair with a pipe, and he was reading the comic like, <laughs> to the reader. He was saying, "What happens next? Ah, let's consult the comic." And he looks through it. And when you know, you know, I'm a kid, I'm like, "That's good. That's quality fourth wall breaking right there." Okay, I mean, again, I'm looking at this with the eyes of an adult, but when you get to I, adult, you say that's dumb. Yes, that's true. I did laugh at it, and it just—I mean, there's not that much of importance that happens. You find out that the camera that was all dirty and broken down was actually a real camera and they were watching them the whole time or recording it for some reason which doesn't really matter i don't know and then more with sally and they ride off on a bike together not that and then he asked for chili dogs that was his thing i forgot about that i I really did (laughs) oh yeah and then sally knew knuckles or something i guess that was the other thing like they had known each other from before which was never um elaborated on yet in the comic. In this comic, I believe it does come up at some point, but I'm very hazy because it's been 20 years, probably. Um, He mentioned that he know, like she knows who he is, like they've seen each other somewhere, well, yeah. something is said, and then Sonic, she thinks Sonic's going to bring it up, but all he wants to bring up is food. Yeah, no, yeah, I know they used to do it, but I think they elaborated in a further comic, and if I remember, like, the princess, like, traveled to the floating island once, and then like many years ago when she was a kid and then they vacationed there and they met Knuckles and 
okay. That's what I recall from my mind. But yeah, there's the only other thing to, to note of the rest of this main story is that he did get a Chaos Emerald from the mission that he was doing in that way to help power the island so it stays in, stays afloat. Right. Even I don't think that is referenced afterwards because the island is being powered by a master Chaos Emerald, if I remember correctly, which is more powerful than the regular Chaos Emerald. But yeah, I don't know. It's a comic book. It's a comic. The so that's what we call the MacGuffin. Uh, it's the <laughs> it's the device to move the plot along. It doesn't matter what it is. Why do people read this? They want to see Sonic and Knuckles fight. Why did they do it? Doesn't matter how they get there. They just want to see them fight. So. And then you have a, a side story at the end, which a lot of like I mean, any regular comics do this all the time. Anytime there you have it, you have an annual. And again, this was them to help sell the book they're about to start here shortly after. This called Sonic's Friendly Nemesis Knuckles, which I've read more than too much, more than enough of that book. I I didn't care for this thing called Father and Sons, where it shows Knuckles with his father, and for some reason his father wears clothes, but Knuckles doesn't. <laughs> but hey, again. Probably because the reader would be too confused otherwise. Yeah. It, I mean, this. I mean, I think it was kind of cool because it shows how his father goes missing at one point because he yeah. jumped into a wall of fire for some reason, mm-hmm. which I never, I never got around to. But it, it leads to what Knuckles does. Like they, they do a brief scene of kind of again trying to sell you more comic books. But it kind of like talks about what Knuckles has been doing all this, where he teamed up with Robotnik at one time. He meets the Chaotix. Which will be a different episode someday if I can, if Stefan lets me do it. You gotta, and, well, if you can get your hands in that comic, it was a comic as well. So, what, Knuckles Chaotix? Yeah, that was a comic. Yeah, I own it. I actually oh, bought a copy do. at a convention a couple of years ago. Okay. I, I had to, in a $2 bin, I grabbed it and was so <laughs> happy and read it that day and went, oh, I still like this, but oh. So, yeah, I, I know it's a book. It's gonna be on the show in the future. <laughs> so that about wraps up the, the, the most of this book, the so Supersonic vs. Hyper Knuckles. Right. Yeah. Any last things you want to say about this book? I remember liking it, too. Again, when I read it, it was, what, 1996, so I was much younger. But anytime you get to see your two heroes fight each other, you know, in a Batman vs. Superman scenario, yeah. you kind of got to look and see. You're like, who's going to win? In this case, no one really wins. Everybody wins, I guess. It's just a but, draw. Uh, yeah. It's still... It's still good. It's still it's still kind of uh, uh, in, in entertaining. So yeah, it it was strangely. I did enjoy it. And after reading it, because the comic book worked, like when when they were sitting there saying, "Hey, read this and buy this book," I actually <laughs> originally this episode was only supposed to be supersonic for Hyper Knuckles, but I I really want to talk about Triple Trouble a little bit too. Not yeah. not as in detail maybe, but we gotta mention Triple Trouble. For those that don't know, is also a Sega Game Gear game, which is not bad, by the way. Not bad at all. And I love how on the front cover of this book it says, Sega Game Gear Adaptation. It's not. <laughs> it is nowhere near an adaptation of a Sonic game. Because that doesn't work in comic book form. I believe there's... Wasn't there one page where they go through all the levels? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there is. So that's... <laughs> okay. That counts, then. I adaptation. For those that don't know, it's actually a decent Sonic game for Game Gear. So I beat it about a year or so ago. It's actually kind of fun. I think but, I've only played it through the the Wii Sonic Gems collection. Oh, it was on there? Yeah, it was on there. I think it might have been something you unlocked. Like, you had to get to a certain point, and then you could unlock it. But I remember playing it there and thought, this is amusing, but amusing to play once. I, I played it through once. Once is enough. But the thing about Triple Trouble that I... that One reason why I mentioned it, because this is one of their previous fights when Knuckles and 
Sonic had fought, which there were about eight specials that came out between 1994 and 1996. Uh, the one Super Sonic was number five. This is number three out of the set. They're kind of cool. But Triple Trouble, the thing about Triple Trouble that I, I did like how it starts off, it has to do with Robotnik again. And he has a, he has a Chaos Emerald, but because of Robotnik being Robotnik, the Chaos Emerald ends up getting split in half. There's is what causes all the problems for this comic book. And I do love, because they, again, they did the whole thing I've made fun of about three times in this issue, where it's like, Tails walks into a room, and he's like, Sonic the Hedgehog! I knew I found you in the knot hole kitchen! And Sonic's eating really ugly chili dogs in a very unsanitary-looking kitchen. Your tail sounds like Knuckles, I'll say that. It's the only voice I can do, I think, unfortunately. So... I don't know. I'm not good at voices. I apparently just have that one really dumb one. You should just my knuckles part. deeper, and then I think the voice you have for tails is perfect. So. Yeah, you know, because of the current situation, all I could think of is, God, that is an unsanitary kitchen. He better not be eating any bat soup in that kitchen. That's all I can think of. <laughs> but hopefully, by the time you hear this, that joke is funny. It's it just like it's just kind of like it introduces other Sonic characters, and you have Sonic being Sonic running off to go stop the chaos emerald that's broken up and splitting through the splitting through the the zones which i is not in the game but it does introduce a character that i really like but i think he's only in like he's not i don't think he's in a lot of books this is his first appearance though to my knack the weasel yep. knack the weasel he, he shows up he does show up in the comics later i know okay he comes back then he has he has like a a weasel like a a love i would love her I guess he has a girlfriend that's also Weasel, and they like bounty hunter duo, and they show up later. The exact specifics of their adventures, I don't know. Okay. I never read much about him. I I, I mean, I remember this book as a kid, and I remember really liking it because I liked, I liked the fact that he had more villains. Yeah. And some people know Knack because he's in a, a few different Sonic games. He's in um, Sonic Fighters and a few other things off and on. Yeah. But it's not not a famous character or anything. No, he's the villain of Triple just, Trouble, right? Yeah, it's just it's just kind of cool. Where like and, you know, and, and as if he shows up in like the whole body, you know, like menacing in the background in a shadow, and he's chasing after Sonic, and then you have Knuckles sunbathing, <sighs> and he sees a chaos emerald going to a mountain. And I actually like this part where he's trying to climb the mountain, and it shows how he jams the knuckles into the cliff because he's climbing, and it kind of shows you all his different abil- him using his different abilities. Yeah. And I thought that cool. And it's just weird. And they have, like, like you, and I forgot about this scene, even though I read this a couple of days ago. They have the whole part where they put it in like two pages of where Sonic goes inside this thing that's the Triple Trouble Zone. And it even says, you can play Triple Trouble in your Sega King Gear. And it, it, it does, it has drawings and panels of him going through the levels. It yeah. looks cool. stupid, but cool. <laughs> I don't remember Triple Trouble. And the whole thing ends up being a trap. So he goes to where the half the Chaos Emerald is, and then he gets shot by Knack. The yeah. freaking, like, rifle-looking thing? It's like, a, it's like a, a gun you could put in a kid's comic, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, with a weird-ass scope that just crosshairs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <sighs> the two violence for the kids. Yeah, like the same in the Spider-Man cartoon where they all just shoot lasers instead of guns because lasers are less violent, apparently. <sighs> I don't know, man. It's, you should see what laser does to your skin. Yeah, it would kill it. It would be a lot worse than a bullet, I feel. But hey, that, that's on the essence. Neither here nor there. Not the Comics what? Code Authority. That was still around at this point? Or, no, that was already gone. That's in the 70s. Mm-hmm. I, 
You know more than I would. No, uh, you know what? It would. It's on the cover, approved by the Comics Code Authority. It's a little tiny white dot in the corner. Still I don't around. see it on. I don't oh. see. Oh, yep, there it is. I see it now. Still censoring our comics, even in the '90s, man. That's okay. You can censor these comics. <laughs> but anyway, so and again, like he has Sonic tied up, and this is like a really dark moment when you think about it, because Mac was hired to get the half of the emerald and to kill Sonic because you see Robotnik, he puts up a, a plaque on his wall above a very ugly garbage can and he wants Sonic's head. And, and just the idea that he wants to hang Sonic's head, I mean, it's like, wow, this is kind of a little dark here. Well, let's say you're a, you're an industrialist, you're a human, and then some mutated hedgehog is like wrecking your stuff. What are you going to do? Reason with him or are you going to kill him? I can sort of see his side of the picture. <laughs> Well, I guess if he's a wisecracking uh, chili dog eating hedgehog, you might want to try reasoning first. And then if that doesn't work, you might as well try and kill him. I don't know. And you have a super weird ass scene because Knuckles, when he was climbing that mountain, he falls down into a hole or something. And I didn't really get this part where you have just a bunch of weird animals wearing masks. Like, right. strange. I, I don't get it. And then it yeah. shows, like, I mean, it's, it's just there to tell you what's going to happen and to give you a concern for the story that the, that the other half of the emerald that crashes into the mountain is trying to go meet the full emerald that's powering the, powering the floating island, and then it'll blow up if you don't stop it. Yeah. It's to show you the stakes. What's at stake uh, here? Nothing. But it's just strange. Like, and, and now that I keep thinking that he's Jamaican and, they, and they, they have some kind of blend of some kind of like soup or something and then his eyes go all, you know, like hypnosis. And I'm like, you know, and, and then you tell me everything you said. I'm like, is that just a reference to drugs or something? Like, I, just, that's what... I don't think the comics continue the Jamaican thing. I think it was just the one random the guy. one strategy guy that was like, hey, he's got dreadlocks. Uh, let's make him Jamaican because Jamaican people have dreadlocks. And that was the extent <laughs> of it. And it was okay. At the time, they thought it was okay to do a whole book on that. Yeah, you wouldn't see that nowadays. Yeah. But, I mean, if you look at it, Akinda, they do have, like, spines and stuff. They're a spiny anteater. So I'm sure when they designed Knuckles, they meant those to be spines. But then they it became weird on an anthropomorphic, so they became dreadlocks. So. I'd rather have them just be spines than dreadlocks. <laughs> just... Just like sticking kebabs on them and stuff and Something. marshmallows. I, and... I never questioned it. I never <laughs> saw it as dreadlocks. I was just like, okay, that's just, that's just what it is. And now I'm like, oh. So it, it's, again, weird. Like you have Knuckles pop out of a bush, punch Knack in the face, who's riding his little Knackmobile, which I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Hover, hover scooter? I don't know. A land speeder from a new land speeder. Star Wars. That's what it looks like to me. You could sell it at Anchorage. But, and, and then you find out that Sonic's in the trunk of the car after the car goes under. But it looks funny because in, in this panel, you see his feet just sticking out as he goes underwater. It's just weird. And again, you have one of the famous things that happen like every single time Sonic and Knuckles meet. They start fighting each other again. Yeah, they're friendly nemesis. Yeah, well, Unfriendly nemesis. That's such an oxymoron. That is I think we discussed this on a previous show as well. But yes. Know. Yes. It is a weird... Turn of phrase, they probably drop that later on. Uh, episode twenty or twenty-one is Sonic and is Sonic and Knuckles. Refer to that then if you want to hear a discussion about the friendly nemesis. Yes, because it's I can't. It's one of those. I know it's not nineteen because nineteen's a blood omen. I can't remember, but it's it's around that time. So go please go watch that. Go listen to that episode. But also like 
it's like, I like how they have Knack, but they, they do some like stupid comic booky things. And Knack's all punched out. Um, Robotnik's trying to talk to him on his little radio, and there's like they pick him up, put his hat on, and then talk to the radio for him and make him nod his head and everything to confuse Robotnik. I mean, it's amusing, and then you have the gas emerald tunnel. It's a cartoon dirt. joke, yeah, it's a very cartoony yeah. joke. I, I was okay with it. Like, I, I thought it was, you know, and of course they saved the day right when the Emerald bursts into the room and it's about to connect. They toss the other half and then they bring it together and they get another Chaos Emerald. Or no, the Chaos Emerald disappears. That's what it was. Because mm-hmm. it, it ends up with the the shaman type characters that were wearing masks a little bit ago, which makes no sense. But hey, whatever. It just, it was fine. Like, you have Knack gets tied up and dr- and Sonic drives off in the Knackmobile. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Really triple trouble. It's uh, it was amusing. Another amusing one. Yeah, it, it wasn't bad. I mean, again, none of these stories are great, but they're, yeah, they're amusing. Good. And then the the backup. I just want to mention that briefly. They do a whole. They have another backup story in this comic, which is all about tails getting a little rocket ship. Which I want to say is either in Triple Trouble or it's in one of the tails spinoff games that came out on Game Gear. That's what it feels like to me. It felt like it was just them trying to sell you more Game Gear stuff. Well, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that's what the point of these comics are. I mean, they all want to tie in to the games. So, I, if I remember, I think that, I think that the uh, you know underwater craft was in Triple Trouble, but I'm not it's too sure. It's in one of the games. I know that. If I rem- it looked very familiar, but I haven't tra- I haven't played Triple Trouble in a long time. Right. Yeah. So it's been too long to give a accurate description. <laughs> I think neither of us is in the right position to talk too much about that game. No. And they have another backup story that kind of that talks about Knuckles and he's flying. But I mean, the only thing I really want to mention about that are two things. One, they, they show him fighting a couple of the mini bosses from Sonic and Knuckles. Oh, yeah. Which cracked me up. He's fight, well, one from Sonic 3 and then one from Sonic and Knuckles. The fire thing from the first level and the tree chopper from the first level in Sonic and Knuckles. Yeah, I always liked in these comics when they did stuff, when they put stuff in from the game. So Me too. Yeah, so it gives you a nice, oh, reminds me of the video game that I could it, be playing. The whole, <laughs> which you'd rather be playing, the whole thing is a link up that in the Knuckles story, which will never be mentioned again on the show, I'm pretty sure, is he's hunting after a character named Archimedes, which is a fire ant. Right. But you don't know he's a fire. I I do, but no, you do not know him. You just know there's some character that burned things in the ground and he's... It's essentially, you know, just leading on to the other stories that come later. I think I remember you and I discussing this when we... When neither of us knew... Because we were we were probably reading at the same time, or you were you really wanted to read the Sonic or the Knuckles comics or something like that, and we yes, were discussing it. And we were discussing this plot, like who is he or something. It could be a false memory, but I feel like we definitely had discussion about it at some point. I have no recollection of this event, but I what I do remember. I really have no idea. But what I can say is, I know as a kid, I did end up grabbing Knuckles one. And I want to say Knuckles 2 of the miniseries, but I can never find. I missed Knuckles 3 the month it came out. It just wasn't at my pick and save. And I didn't realize comics came out on a monthly basis. And I never got to read it until about six months ago when I finally read it online. So, And you're like, yeah, oh, that was, was that. That was fine. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it, it, it was okay. It just connects into the main series. And I, I tried reading that and couldn't get into it. Yeah, I mean, there, there are other Sonic specials but we're not going to go into those right now tonight because no i don't want yeah. to um but maybe hey, if you guys like this episode there might be more for you just remember that 
there are a couple other ones I wouldn't mind mentioning in the future. Yeah, I want to hear, yeah, let's see that listener feedback. Do you remember reading Sonic? Do you remember playing Sonic? That part's not unfortunate. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, that's about all I I think I want us to cover for those two issues. Um, What we should do is we should go to Shelf or Box. Well, I will say that if you really like Sonic, give it a read just to see what Sonic was like in the 90s. You could probably put it in the box, though, because unless <laughs> if you're not if you're not like an eight year old in 1996, you're probably not going to care too much about this. So you could you could probably put it away. But think of it as a curiosity for from a different era of video games. So what about you, though? Shelf or box? Would you put it in the box? I would. I have not read it for <laughs> a long time, so it probably I probably won't read it for a Ever very long again. time. Yeah. And so. this is for supersonic versus hyper knuckles we're going to talk about triple trouble doesn't matter that, that can just throw in the no. box no matter what no yeah <laughs> the cover is cool though that's true that's about it all right so you you got the box i'm going to go next i'm actually going to put this on the shelf because this is a book that i if i if i had my comic book wall that i used to have this would be on the wall because it is such a cool ass cover sure the book is not good and i will recommend it to people partly out of spite I think just because I think it's a, an amusing look at what was what was Sonic Comics at the time, and what was something that was very important to me as a kid, and it's something that I just have a lot of nostalgia for. It's not it's not a good book. It, it's but it's again, it's a 1996 Sonic comic from Archie. Like it's not meant to be you know something amazing. It's meant to be something amusing. Like as we said many times for the for the eight year old in you, it is a great cover though. I will give you that. For those that don't know, which is probably most people listening, I used to have a, when I lived alone in my apartment, I had a wall covered in comics. I just put comics in bags and board, and I put little uh, thumbtacks, and I put them all on the wall. That's what I would do with this book. It would be right up on the wall, because that's it deserves it. But yeah, I I think that's, and Triple triple Trouble just going in a box, because Triple Trouble is just not that good. The cover is awesome, but the book's not that good. I remember it being cooler than when, what it was when I read it, and I was a yeah. little disappointed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that about wraps up this ep- this this comic episode. So, and as I and I as I like to say, and first, um, Peter, do you want to say where people can find you at? Well, uh, you can find me at peterbp.com. Um, I am an author, and I have written two novels: The Fifth Civilization and Ultima Meridian. And my third novel, called Beneath the Pan- Beneath the Vanished World, will be coming out later this year. So, what, what month? Hopefully, in October. Can you say? There's a chance. Okay, this might not be published by. That might be. Yeah, this should be published by then. <laughs> so look I would hope third, so. Look for his book. Uh, I have a. I have a few in the tank. So look for his book in October. No matter what time you're you're hearing this episode. <laughs> That's October so 2025. Um, yeah, it might be at the rate we're going right now. Huh? <sighs> Before the world ended in 2020. All right. Well, I want to thank everyone for listening. As we do with all our comic book episodes, you, we have tons of past ones for you to look for. Just scroll through what we currently have. We do a, every every week. We do a video game episode, which is part of the the main meat and potatoes of games my mom found. I also am still chronic chronologically watching the MCU movies, and at the and hey, so definitely check those out. I'm sure there's plenty up there for you to listen to right now at the time of this when you when you hear this when this episode is live. So definitely check out all our other work. We look forward to seeing you next week, and I want to have everyone a wonderful day, everybody. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.